everybody oh, we did it shit. we We're got here. one we got one man we got a podcast we're fucking here for the seven of you that kind of care hi mom <laughs> we did it we got the jackets on we got the logo on the screen we got fosca on the table i got a microphone that won't stay still if you're watching the video on youtube you know what i'm talking about if not we have a fosky mannequin on, the, on our <laughs> coffee table in front of us and we got a bob ross chia pet behind us yeah and we got a monitor with the logo on it to be honest, there's not much more you can ask for. Yeah, this is the podcast where everyone's going to have a problem with the name. <laughs> Welcome and thanks for reporting to The Hideout. I'm your host, Tyler Soflo, a.k.a. Donut Boy. And over here to my left, I got Tony Soflo, a.k.a. Pasta Boy. That's He's right. locked and loaded. This is the place to come to for a new way to follow the movement. Here, we'll be talking about everything and anything in the parkour and fruiting world, from concert reactions to updates, interviews, reviews, advice, and more. But we're going to do it our way. So keep tuning in to see what that means. Today's mm -hmm. task will be introducing ourselves and why the hell this podcast even freaking exists in the first place. Right, Tony? That's right. Yep. <laughs> He's got it right. So it straight off his MacBook. We're just going to go. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to get right into it. Uh, we're going to introduce the team first. What and who is Soulful Movement? Well, Soulful Movement is a parkour and freerunning team that we run here based in Tampa, Florida. We've been a team since 2014, and there are six members. There's Tony and myself, Julian Halil, Julio Rodriguez, Brandon Rodriguez, but with an S, and then Monkey <laughs> or... Hugo. <laughs> He's going to punch me in the dick for saying that. Uh, who lives in Spain, A Coruña, Spain. Um, but yeah, Tony, how do we start? Uh, well, it started with the three of us. So you, me, and Brandon Rodriguez. To be honest, I don't remember like exactly how everything went down. I just remember sitting at like the kitchen table and I think we were on a Facebook messenger group yeah. and we were just like, should we call it SoFlo Movement? <laughs> well, because they're SoFlo Antonio. People are going to probably get us mixed up, yeah. which they fucking did. Yeah, they did. But that's a different story. And uh, and yeah, it, it just kind of started with it started with the three of us just being like, yo, let's just start something together. Not a team. Let's start something together and call it Zofla Movement and see where it fucking goes. That's right. Uh, we were actually on Facebook, and I remember being ha like having a group chat between the three of us. And at the time, in Florida, and for those of you who are curious as to some of Florida's parkour community history, at least when we started, because there was a big history prior to Soulflow Movement, mm -hmm. but this is beginning of Soulflow Movement and on. Basically, at one point around 2014, early, um, it felt like Florida was broken up into different pieces, right? There was the the wolf pack in oh, Miami. Gosh. That's a thing. That was a real fucking thing that happened, okay? The wolf pack in Miami. Then there was Fearbox and Davey at Nova Gymnastics, which is a gymnastics gym that had a parkour set up in the future. And then there was... <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't at that time. It was later on. And then there was... Um, Flow Parkour in Boca, and then uh, Trace Unity okay, in like the say. Margate area. And it basically, it felt like everybody was to themselves. They had their own mm -hmm. little groups. Nobody really intertwined or trained with each other. Uh, maybe for a select certain people. I can't speak for everybody. But as a whole, you could pretty much tell that everyone wanted to do their own thing in their own group. And so <laughs> a couple of teenagers like your boys over here were like, we need to do something about it. Mm -hmm. And so we were like, hey, what should we do? Oh, let's not start a parkour team because that's a little bit too much. Let's just have a name that represents the community. Let's do something yep. to unify it because it didn't feel uni united at all in Florida. And actually, South Florida, really. Actually, when we started, like, 
we didn't try to become a separate entity to like trace unity and all the other teams. We just wanted something that could bring everything together. Like we weren't trying to be like, Oh, there's trace unity. Then there's so flow movement. We weren't trying to do that at all. Right. We were just like, ah, let's just fucking do it. You know? Yeah. That's it. That's all we wanted. We just wanted a channel to put content out and have something to where people can feel like they can be in it as well or train with us or whatever. There was no exclusion mm -hmm. feeling or e ego at all. Ego was a big thing at the time. I remember that we were like, yo, we ain't shit. All yeah. right. <laughs> so it's ego out the door. And for those of them that did have ego for their own reason, that's fine, but get away from me. And so, <laughs> so with all of that being said, that was a quick little uh, briefing on how we started and where we came from back in 2014. Let's get to our current feeling towards social movement. Why do we want it to succeed, Tony? From like a personal standpoint? Yeah, like just let it rip. <laughs> I mean, I got some farts loaded up right now. Get something right now. What, why do we want social movement to succeed? Well, I feel like at least for like you and I, I can definitely speak for and a couple of other teammates like we when we started parkour it's pretty much all we wanted to do we didn't really see ourselves doing anything else and soulful movement to get to a point where it can succeed to the point where it can become our full-time job which it kind of has been at this point is something that we want to happen because all we want to do in life is just parkour make dope videos and deliver out good content so in our minds we wanted to succeed because we just want to live that lifestyle we always dreamed of as a kid um, that's from a personal standpoint though, as far as a community standpoint, you want to touch on that? As far as a community standpoint, we really want soulful movement to represent the state of Florida. I feel like sometimes Florida has gotten kind of like maybe a bad rap or uh, neglected or what have you. Mm -hmm. We want people to know that there is shit popping in Florida and we want people to associate it to the community that thrives here in the name soulful movement. So that's like the current, uh, briefing of you know, the success of social movement and obviously have it. Yeah. Full, full time. Always. Yeah, I won't do anything else, but to this the day I die right here. <laughs> so anyway, that's who we are. That's how many members are in the team. That's where we started. And that's our goals with, with what we're doing. Uh, if you want to know more about it or follow us and other pages to see in detail of those things, our profiles will be at the end of this video or in the description of the podcast. So let's get into a little story time, Tony. Let's, let's get into stories. Let's do the casual origin story really quick, but not too quick. Cause I know people get bored of that stuff and they've already heard a bunch of origin stories. But for those of you that are curious about ours, here you go. Tony, how did you start parkour? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I, I, I really started just because I was like, I was okay. I was a skinny teenager who was an ROTC, and I had just I used to live in the Caribbean. For most of you who don't know me, I used to live in the Caribbean. and I just did a lot of water sports there, and then I moved back to Florida, which was where I was born. Started high school, had no friends, joined ROTC with the plans to join the military, and then one kid I met, his name was DeAndre. He was like, "Yo." you want to go try parkour, bro? And I was like, I, I couldn't go to the beach and I wasn't doing any surfing anymore. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. You yeah. know what? I used to make fun of this. I'm going to go try parkour. Right. And then he took me out to this like weird abandoned uh, building that was by the mall across the street from my apartment at the time. And we literally, <laughs> we literally went to these like giant pillars and he took me to meet up with his friend, Julian Haleo, who is now our teammate. And lives with us, third roommate of the SoFlo Movement HQ. And I swear to God, it felt like a drug deal. I felt like <laughs> I was going to get initiated into a gang or something and they were going to beat me up. But we went there and then some there was dorks. There was some like big pillar that was like 12 feet, 10 feet, I don't fucking remember. But it was like the challenge to like wall run up it. I've never done this shit. I was wearing and one shoes. Like nice. pretty much the knockoff Jordans. Yep. And Julian was the only one who could do it. DeAndre couldn't even do it. The kid who brought me there to try parkour couldn't even do it. And he was just like, 
he was like, yeah, I've gotten it like once or twice. And Julian was like, yeah, it was cool. And then I did it like second or third try because I'm a skinny tall kid. Right. So I made it up somehow. And then from then, Julian and I became best friends. And our parkour journey actually started from then. And DeAndre kind of just fell off the map. We don't know what happened to him. You don't even know what's happening to him right Dude, now? I don't know what's, where he's at. Hey, send him a message, man. Let him know where we're at. Let him know where you're at. Mm. All of that happened in an abandoned mall. A building next to a mall. Abandoned building next to a mall. I'm not going to lie. That's kind of cooler than mine. <laughs> Let me hear yours, Tyler. Wait, I got to crack open a bang real quick. This is not sponsored by bang. <laughs> oh, but we could, we could probably use that sound effect for something Shoot. else. Huh? Parkour ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like Coca-Cola straight up. Uh, yeah, my origin story is not like that at all. I started because of my best friend, a video game, and a girl. Sounds better than mine. <laughs> no, yours was at least like at an abandoned place and whatnot. It started somewhere cool. Mine, yeah, but did you get pussy out of it? No, I didn't. Oh. Okay. And also mine started at PE in eighth grade. Okay. I saw my friend Jesse do a shitty front flip like after the class was over before we went to the locker rooms. And I'm talking like heels inside of ass landing. But to me, it was the coolest thing ever. And he walked towards me and like I was already like, whoa, hey man, what is that? And he was just like... That's parkour. And I was like, oh, so that's a word now. Okay, so what the hell is this? And he kind of tried to describe it to me. It wasn't entirely following, but I was intrigued because at the time, you know, anime was a thing for me, Naruto. So I thought it was cool. It was like real life action. A little bit. <laughs> and um, later on, after we changed and whatnot, we were walking the hallway. We were walking with this girl I had a crush on at the time. And then she said that she went to Germany for vacation and then saw guys doing parkour. And immediately <laughs> oh, in my head, I was like, oh, I got to know what it is right now. I have to look it up tonight. And so <laughs> that's exactly what I did. I went home, went on my tiny little Acer Red laptop, opened it up, and then typed in parkour. And I found a website that had gifs of vaults being performed and then the description on how to do it on the right side of it. And there was like 10 or 11 of them. And like some weird ones too. Like, here, hold on. Let me show you. One of them was called Rocket Vault. Okay, look. Here. Do you guys see this? You see this right here? Look. What the hey, fuck is that? Hey, if you've ever performed that, I'm telling you right now, don't. If you do a Rocket Vault right now, stop. Stop <laughs> it. Don't do it anymore. Look up a different vault. But I saw this, and I was like, oh, I'm going to do parkour. That looks easy to me. And so that type of thing... Speed vault, like there was, I think there was called a Superman vault on this website. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to try the rocket vault now. I've never done You're that before. <laughs> and, and so I was already super eager to start. So I wanted to try the vaults now. And so I tried to do it on the corner of my bed that night and just like very much did not succeed. And the next day I was like, got to try it on a rail. And ever since then, I just started doing vaults and everything like that. And I progressed with parkour. Hang on. You tried vaults on your bed. Yep. And did not succeed. And the next day you were like, I'm going to do it on a rail. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, my progression mentality was already going up. Yeah. I was like, oh, this doesn't work. Got to do it on a rail. Straight up did. And then the third thing was uh, Assassin's Creed. That's the video game portion of my story where uh, through my search of finding these vaults and whatnot, I saw Assassin's Creed and I immediately bought the game and started playing it because I saw uh, Ezio that I was playing Assassin's Creed 2 doing wall runs and I was like oh this is I could do that you know and let's be fair in Assassin's Creed especially those games the Ezio stories they're not really doing parkour moves they're just doing weird ass strides across rooftops it's cool and it's parkour to the definition but no <laughs> the only thing that was the wall runs and even then I think he did like one two three <laughs> and then oh be God. before he did the climb up and so I tried to do that and then ever since that day that I tried to reenact that wall run in the vaults um, I just never stopped and now it is nine years later and I'm unhappy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, I'm so, not going to lie. I thought you were going to go when you were like, I just never stopped. I thought you were going to be like, and I just never got good at it. So I just... <laughs> So uh, that's our little origin story. Let's move on to the next story and how we met. And before you tell the people how you met me, give them an embarrassing fact about me that I don't know if you're going to say or not. <laughs> Tyler ordered Tanga eggs to my house. <laughs> he, he, ordered, he ordered a package to my house and was like, hey, well, first of all, he was like, hey, can I order something to your house? And I was like, sure. What is it? I can't tell you. Don't open it. I just need you to get it and give it to me when you see me. And I was like, Okay, I was really tempted to open it, but I didn't because I'm a good friend, and I yes. hope you realize it to this standpoint. Yes, <laughs> to he, this day and time. He, uh, yep, he, you're right. You're right. And uh, yeah, he ordered tanga eggs to my house. And for those of you that don't know what tanga eggs are, he's gonna pull them up. If you don't know what that means, uh, look it up yourself. I'm not explaining it. I almost wanted to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> you're always gonna say it. If you're listening to this, just Google it. All right. Well, that was a fun little embarrassing fact about me. Move on to how you met me, and better get it right, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> so. I met Tyler in Nova Gymnastics. Um, I used to think I was a shit because I was like 16 years old and I did a lot of flips. Um, you did do a lot of flips. And I just finished doing, like a, a week prior, I think I just finished doing this uh, zombie like obstacle course yep. race thing. And I got this hoodie from it. And I was like, that's a dope ass hoodie. You know? And I wore it to gym because I thought I was the shit because I did a zombie <laughs> obstacle course race. And Tyler comes up to me being the annoying piece of shit that he is <laughs> and literally was like, hey, man, where'd you get that hoodie? And I was like, oh, you know, I did this obstacle course race, but hear me out. There were zombies chasing us. And, you know, I had to do parkour and everything. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I got this hoodie. I bought it for like 50 bucks. They didn't give it to me. <laughs> Keep in mind, he didn't talk like that at all. It was very much slower and more anxiety filled. Continue. Uh, I got this hoodie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. But continue but yeah i mean that's that's pretty much how how we met you just kind of asked me about a hoodie and then another time he asked me about my asking alexandra had and yep, i was like this back. kid definitely has diamonds aren't forever on, <laughs> as his <ringtone>. I, do. <laughs> I had at 12 years old i had a song called diamonds aren't forever which is by bring me the horizon at mm -hmm. the time they were making like heavy metalcore music and uh the one of the verses that are very heavy screaming was my ringtone at 12 years old and uh yeah that is how we met that's the first time we met um before i get into my side of it i want to say one embarrassing fact about oh, you i don't even know what he's gonna say because i didn't prepare it so even i don't know because <laughs> i'm not embarrassing tony took us to georgia one time without even fucking realizing it how about that how about i asked him hey tony go and map up smoothie king and take us there and then we'll train after and he was like you got it pal. we were in tallahassee at we were the time. in tallahassee outside of this house had no wi-fi so he had to get out of my car get back inside the house use the wi-fi to map us a smoothie king get back in my car and leave and that's what he did and i was like great super simple task hey no he took us to georgia he took us 30 minutes <laughs> north of where our location was supposed to be we didn't even see the welcome to georgia sign we got into the plaza where this smoothie smoothie this macuzzi i can english good <laughs> The Smoothie King was supposed to be, and it wasn't even there. It was gone. Oh it God, was it a closed Smoothie King. It wasn't even there. There wasn't even a Smoothie King sign on it. And so we were like, oh, this doesn't seem right. And then I think Tony pulled out his phone and was like, hey, check your phone real quick. And I was like, why? I think we're in Georgia. And you were you were like you were you were like nah bro your phone's broken. I was like your phone's messed up because it's given us routing problems before. And sure enough, I went on my phone. Hey, the dot was in Georgia, an hour away from where we're supposed to be. Anyway, that's me. <laughs> so to go on to the story of how we met, yes, I was training at Nova Gymnastics, which is uh, uh, the gym that I was telling you guys about Fearbox years ago that had the different groups in Florida. That's where they were training at. And my buddy Jesse, who was the one that showed me parkour in eighth grade, we were both there training. 
So as you can see, this is like two years ahead now in, in my journey with Jesse. And I saw Tony there with the zombie hoodie and I asked him about it and he told me all that stuff that he said. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And I obviously looked it up that night as well. And I was like, man, that you know sucks the event's gone. I can't do it. I gotta wait till next year. But ever since then, when I'd go back for open gym, I'd see Tony there and I would film mm -hmm. him for videos that I was making for a different channel at the time before cell phones even existed. <laughs> I'm sorry. And uh, I actually have the videos available if you want you don't have to. Do you want to keep going? No, no, like no. That? Like you don't have to. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. So, <laughs> no, no, that's not good. And so from there, Tony and I just kept on training um, at open gyms, and then I went to Spain in 2014 of the, sum the summer of 2014. Got my entire world flipped upside down. Came back to Florida, saw Tony at open gym, and I was like, "Hey, man, we ain't shit." We need to get good now. I was like, I just met you. Why are you insulting <laughs> me? And I literally was like, hey, man, we need to go outside and train. Screw this gym stuff. We need to hit up concrete walls more. Mm -hmm. And then ever since then, we started training. And then Soulful Movement came about with Brandon later that year. And rest is history. So story time over. Let's get into the beef of this. The reason why this podcast exists and why I'm making your ears bleed right now. And if you've even made it this far, which I hope you have. Um, basically... The reason why this podcast exists is because we believe that we can deliver information in the parkour and freerunning world, like I said in the intro, in a different way, in a different light, that the personality and our character can shine through in, in various different ways. There's only a handful of parkour podcasts out there as well, and those podcasts have some pretty high up names, some pretty big athletes. We're not them, and by we're not them, I mean we're not that good. Yep. <laughs> Yet. Yet. And uh, we want to shine through in different ways. So we would like to deliver various different information on parkour and fear running from, you know, content reactions to updates, all those things, interviews, advice, anything we can give and make it all entertaining. And on top of that, you know, shine some light on our own lifestyle here at the headquarters. We are three athletes living together in a townhouse. Mm -hmm. There are some stories bound to happen and there's things to share. And I'm sure people are interested to know what kind of lifestyle that looks like. There are some stories that have already happened. There's some stories that already happened that we're going to save up for different episodes. But for now, like I said, said this is an intro so that's kind of the reason why this podcast exists uh it's a new way to follow the movement that's the best way i can put it it's the first line on the bio of our instagram <laughs> um so tony what do you hope people get out of this podcast to be honest i don't fucking care no i'm kidding i i i hope you get like i hope people get um like a sense of entertainment from it because yep. I do believe we have like kind of a special personality as in like we're not the smartest people out there, but we can make funny jokes sometimes, you know, but uh, I hope I hope it's informative and I hope you can actually like pretty much tune in and kind of like as a way for you to distract yourself from what's going on in the day. So you turn on the, the, the hideout podcast and you're like, all right, fuck everything else that's going. I'm going to listen to these fuckers talk about some shit that I don't care about. You know, that's yeah, that's not like extremely urgent, but it's going to be a good time. Right. No alcohol required. Almost like almost like you're tuning into your favorite TV. Yeah, show, exactly. But except it's us. It's except it's parkour athletes. Um, so yeah, we do call it the hideout and it's basically that name rep is represents a place. And that's exactly what we want the podcast to be a place for you guys to come to. And like Tony said, be entertained or have valuable information or advice mm -hmm. given to you that you can apply to your training or your life or what have you. So it's, it's, it's a hub to come to. It's a place to come to. That's why it's called the hideout. And you know, we want to try to do something with our slogan, which is what rebels with the cause. So if rebels were to have a place to gather up, it'd probably be called the hideout. It'd probably dude. be called the hideout. But and some people have a fucking problem with it. And that's okay. <laughs> that's coy white in the background he's he's um 
witnessing us do our first podcast ever. So you guys, listeners and the viewers, are the rebels. And this is the hideout to come to to listen to some cool shit. I think that's as best the simple way I can Dude, put it. I think that's fucking dope. <laughs> and if you don't think it's dope, like that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Hopefully the I podcast is still cool enough. He just for won't you. give you any pasta, and I won't give you any donuts. That's exactly. All. That pasta right there is mine. <laughs> Unless you're a rebel, I'm gonna give you like a piece of it. <laughs> and before we get into the last segment of this podcast, uh, we do want to explain that the first couple of episodes that we do are going to be roughly thirty to forty-five minutes. We won't don't want to keep it too long yet. We just want to keep it quick, fun, so you can come in, listen. Have fun, get the fuck out. That's yep. all. Yep. So with that segment done, we are going to go into our second story, but it's not really a story. It's more of a show and tell really quick. We're just going to show you around the hideout. Uh, Tony, start us off with Zombie Bob. You want me to give a story? How? I want you to give a story about Zombie okay, Bob. Okay, I'm going to give a story, get, Billy. Get, all right. get on Zombie Bob. So Zombie let me, let me Bob, right? Up. Zombie Bob, right here. Yeah, go pick, go ahead, and pick his ass up. He's he's basically a gift from Tumbleweed, and <laughs> Tumbleweed is our retarded pet horse. We'll get to that another day. He's dead. Um, so Zombie Bob here, Julian actually got us this as a house gift for Christmas, and we just opened it a month ago, and he was broken. So at some point, like That's, someone, hey, real quick, sorry, I don't cut you off. I think Julian lied. He probably dropped it. He probably dropped it and forgot about it, but pretty much at some point, somebody dropped it, and it cracked open, so we took Gorilla Glue, glued him back together, tried growing his hair out with chia seeds, and it failed, so we kind of just left him the way he is, and now he's beautiful. It talks to us sometimes. Anyway, moving on. It only talks to him. <laughs> moving on, the next thing we have is Fosky. Uh the entire time you're watching this and you're probably asking, hey, is that Fosky? Yep, it's Fosky. And yep, we printed out his face. And yep, I cut it out. And yep, I taped it onto a mannequin. And for those of you that are listening, <laughs> tune into the YouTube video so you can actually see what all this shit yeah, looks because, like. And he's wearing our SoFlo movement hat. Why? Because he's our number one supporter. Okay, this mm-hmm. whole Gup Etrefort, that's a, that's a freaking show okay the real thing he loves us he it's he's our number one supporter i've only met him once but he definitely loves us and i know it and next to him is the logo for the podcast the next thing i have here is the what tony i don't want to say what is it people need to know for the next episodes it's the book of truth it's the what The, the book of truth it's the book of truth the sacred information that this podcast holds is held within the binds of this book if you fucking touch it (laughs) you're done do you want do you want Julian to replace you? No. Alright. <laughs> you only touched my head. And uh, That's all I wanted. That's all you wanted. And lastly, we have here our books. Um, the first book we have here is actually very important. If you guys could pick it up, that'd be awesome. Support the guy. It's Max Henry's The Parkour Roadmap. It is an awesome book. And even if you've been in the parkour and freerunning world for quite some time now, the beginning, especially of the origins of parkour, will definitely refresh your memory on a lot of things. And it's going to be a really good eye opener. And then after that, there might be some valuable information that you didn't even know existed, like working mm-hmm. out to um, heighten your progress in parkour and whatnot. Very, very worth it. So awesome book. Definitely go get it. We'll leave a link. Doesn't take you too long to read either. It's a the very other two short books part. in the book, the bookcase we did not read. So they're just there for show. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So. That's pretty much an introduction to what this podcast is, who we are, what we want out of it, and all those things. Tony, is there just one more thing you might want to say? All right, that's all for today, <laughs> Rebels. Uh, that's for today's task. To know when the next one is, check your at Rebel Updates on Instagram. Spread the word of the hideout to others who you think can join this movement by sharing this any way you can. Show your host some love by liking, commenting, and rating this, and to show some extra love, mm. write a review. Oh, yeah. 
The show notes are in the description. And if you guys get lost along the way, don't hesitate to email us with questions or nudes at thehideout at soflowmvmnt.com. Check out soflowmvmnt.com for merch or more. Plus, follow our other profiles here to stay up to date on whatever the fuck we're doing. We're Rebels with the Cause. Signing off. Transmission complete. That is all today, Rebels. Report back to the hideout next week for your new task. Over and out. <laughs>